for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. Wrestling fans, let's get ready to rumble! Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture tag up to become the superpowers, one getting the table and the other one slamming all things that are laying right through it. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make you geek out and give glory to God, but guess what? I'm not going to be doing it by myself. To my left is the man... Limousine riding, Learjet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, son of a gun. He is the dirtiest player in the game. It's Steve O Supremo. Woo! There's the man right there moving across the table. He's the tower of power, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey. Ooh, yeah. It's my man, Quentin Gregory Neff. The cream of the crop. <laughs> Nobody does it better. Snap into a Slim Jim. Is that the New York in Macho Man? <laughs> Nobody does it better. It was either that or the rap. So. <laughs> oh, please do the rap. Making me smile. She is 98 pounds of twisted steel and nerd appeal. What you gonna do, brother? When Jackie Mania runs wild all over you, it's Jackie freaking Wilson. What up, nerds? <laughs> over to my right here, ready to shine you up real nice, turn you sideways, and check you right into the SmackDown motel. It's lovely, Lady Lee Smotty. Finally, Lee Smotty has come back to the Nerd of Godcast! <laughs> oh, that was great. You need to put some echo on her voice that in, was uh, good. in post. Um, yeah, you have been gone for, for two episodes. Everybody uh, thought you quit. True. It has I'm been returned. a while. No, rumors have soared. And you, I o- am here. And you opened up with the <laughs> cheap pop. We are very thankful. The rumors uh, of her demise have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> uh, looking over to the booth, he is the Ayatollah of rock and roll. Your paragon of virtue, the man of 1,004 holds. Welcome to Nerd of Godcast is Sadler. <laughs> Feel the energy, ladies and gentlemen, wow. rippling wow. through the wow. arena. Uh, yeah, so if you haven't picked it up already, we're going to be talking a little bit of wrestling tonight. Wrestling. Oh, joy. Now, <laughs> oh, I just poked myself I know in the throat. This is <laughs> are you selling your own moves right now? Apparently. Uh, so so some of us are, are kind of low-key wrestling fans. Some of us don't know the first thing about it. Um, so we're going to be talking a little bit. This is the first time I think we've ever had this kind of conversation on the podcast before. We've had hints of we've, we, Maybe hints, maybe a little dabble, maybe a schmeckin'. Schmeckin'. Schmeckin' of wrestling. But uh, but we are, we're excited to be talking about this tonight. I like wrestling. I've watched it since I was a kid, and I'm, I'm pretty pumped. I, I don't watch it all that much now. I think the, the, my, my wrestling knowledge kind of peaked uh, at the end of the WCW era, so it's been a long time. Uh, but to help me brush up on my skills in the squared circle, I've actually brought some friends tonight. I brought a, a tag team, if you will. A stable. And they're back again. Uh, our, our next guest, he is brand new to the show, never been on the Nerd of God cast before, but I guarantee you one thing. He is a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that it's Magic Mike Diaz. How you doing? What's up, Mike D? <laughs> I love you, Michael. Not much. Doing good. Doing good. Glad to be here. <laughs> Glad that you are here. And your tag team partner. He's not seven feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> he, but he is returning to the show for the second time, and uh, he's, he's one of our good friends. Don't you dare be sour. Feel the power. 
<laughs> it's King David Nelson. What's up, everybody? It's a new day. Yes, yes, it, yes is. it is. <laughs> God bless. Man, it's great to have you guys. Uh, so you guys are like best friends in real life, aren't you? We're a tag team. Yes, we What's are. your tag team name? Black Magic. Oh, thank mm. God. I love, yes. I love you guys so <laughs> Magic Mike is magic, and David is... is Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> I know. I don't see race, so I didn't was wondering how that worked out. Uh, man, it's great to have you guys with us, man. You guys are good friends and uh, wrestling fans. Yes. Um, David, you refer to yourself as a as a true Mark. Yep. Marky Mark. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mark, if you don't know the, the context of, of, of wrestling, uh, I'm, I'm here to kind of be your, your window to the magic this evening. A Mark is someone who uh, not only appreciates wrestling, but actually geeks out to it to the point of uh, absolute belief, complete buy-in. Yes. I have I have been over at David's house and watched different wrestling events. We've gone back and watched episodes that we've seen before, and David still acts like he's like right there, like it's actually happening, and he knows it's... It's predetermined or whatever, but he still gets into it like it's like he's like five years old. Wait, watching wrestling with David is the best thing ever. It's, it's, it's still real to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's sports entertainment, brother. Oh. Uh, so so real real quick, just tell us a little bit about um, your your wrestling love. Like, where did it start? What what ha- what got you into wrestling? What is what's your what's your kind of wrestling pedigree? Um, uh, pun intended. Yeah, pun, pun <laughs> uh, a pedigree is a finishing move of a wrestler named Hunter Hearst Helmsley or Seth Rollins, or known as Triple H. Triple H. Triple H. All H. of that. <laughs> the game, H. the King of Kings, but That's not on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Uh, uh, I'll I'll start. Yeah, man. Um, I I started watching wrestling in 1997. I rem- I don't remember the match, but I remember it was Kane. It was like one of Kane's first uh, runs in the WWF at the time. Uh, and I remember just being like, wow, this is really cool. Like, these guys are super strong. This is awesome. And I had no idea that it was not real. Uh, so I basically watched wrestling from like 97 to like 2004. That was my wrestling time. The peak of the Attitude Era was was my wrestling time. Okay. I don't really keep up. Like you, I don't really keep up with it all that much anymore. I basically just ask David what's going on. He lets me know. He keeps me updated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> David is uh, sort of our, our influencer when it comes to to the wrestling stuff, uh, Mike. What, what's your what's your wrestling background, man? Um, honestly, I didn't really get straight straight back into it until maybe a couple years ago. And you say back into it because I think as um, a default, most little boys are kind of into wrestling, just sort of even the, on the periphery. Yeah, no. What happened was uh, when I was a kid, I, my parents didn't really let me watch wrestling because my mom was very strict, and she's like, "Well, I don't want you to do moves. You're gonna get injured." And then stupid me at daycare, somebody did the pedigree to me. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see what happened. That wasn't your fault. Someone did it to you. Yeah, but I let them. <laughs> I let you. I, I definitely sold it very well. He, he, nice. He's he's. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. I uh, only, the, the main reason why I, I got into it when I was a kid was just just. Just to collect the action figures, pretty much. Listen, I have an extensive collection of WWE action figures. I had, and they're all gone. Listen, I have them all, bro. I still have a bunch in my closet hiding somewhere. We need to take them out and fight. (laughs) One day. day. Get your ring out. I was in my office at the church the other day, and I opened a box that's kind of in my my cabinet there. I didn't even realize I have two Hardy Boys action figures (gasps) hiding in my office. Didn't even realize they were in there. I still have the same Hardy Boy. (laughs) Which era? Uh, Attitude Era, I don't know, 2000, WrestleMania 2000. With a Z, then. Uh, David. Because everything was on, every name had a Z or an X. Extreme. I started around 96 uh, watching. I was a little on and off. What caught me was uh, 
character for everyone to know by the name of Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> what? Uh, he. <laughs> what? He stunned the boss, and I'm like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I want to do that one so day. So I want to do that one day. And ever since you then. You didn't even have a boss. I know. I was like 10 years old. But, he saw the future. But um, it just, it's future one of my though. guilty pleasures. I, I, I'm very invested in wrestling. I don't watch as much as I did before, but I still keep in touch. But I keep in touch. Oh, yeah. Like an old friend. I still keep in touch. You, you have, now, David, you have a three-year-old son. I do. Who is my godson, by yes. the way. He is He's wonderful. my nephew and Mike's nephew. He is, but he's actually my godson. Yeah, I know, but he's, he's still... He, why do you got to keep rubbing that in? I'm just saying. He'll uh, call me Uncle Steven one now, day. Now, as a three-year-old boy, like, are, do you watch wrestling with him? Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and uh, then I was highly recommended by my wife <laughs> to not watch watch it in front of him but my son picks up quickly yes he does <laughs> so he still remembers some of the moves that he's watching even, even when he goes to like fake kick you he does like the leg stomp and he does it. i'm like i'm impressed by how well i had to grab him off of the chair one time because he was gonna do a, sl- uh, like a flying at least you didn't have to grab the chair from out of yeah. his hands <laughs> that's true he pushes you with a daddy get the table your wife comes in and you're knocked out on the floor it's like he got you in the sleeper <laughs> I'm just saying, the day he stuns one of his classmates, <laughs> I don't know if I should ground him or buy him ice cream. <laughs> you buy him ice cream and then ground him. <laughs> he came out of nowhere. He's a viper. <laughs> Neff, uh, are you a wrestling guy? Yeah, uh, I wasn't allowed to watch it as like a little kid. I started watching it when I uh, in sixth grade and from middle school, and I kind of so that was like around 2006. So like. It was like the um, ruthless aggression era, okay. going into like the PG era, like right around when WrestleMania came to Orlando. It was right around that time, back in uh, WrestleMania 24, and then from that point on, I kind of kept watching it. So, nice. like WrestleMania 25 was the first WrestleMania that I ever watched. Now, living in Orlando, and that's where we record from. <laughs> we all live in Orlando. Yes. This is a great place to be a wrestling fan. Yes. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, the NXT is oh. right here, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and a lot of wrestlers so like that have gone through NXT still live here. Too. Yeah, but I mean, it's uh, not like running it. You know, you run into them at, at Publix or whatever the grocery store. Mm-hmm. But um, but well, yeah, you can go see the, these NXT matches. And now, from what I understand, I'm not a huge NXT guy. They say what NXT is sort of like their development program. But it's yeah. the it's best so, thing. It's, in the whole like the so it's, it's like the minor leagues. It's like the minor leagues. Minor leagues, but it's probably the best thing going in the company. Now, today. Triple H runs that still, right? Sure. Correct. Like he's the one in charge of it. So yeah, this is where they kind of recruit talent, give them some development mm-hmm. time, but some of the best talent, some of the best storylines, mm-hmm. some of the best matches come out of NXT, and, and which is pretty cool. And, so probably the past couple, past like major storylines <laughs> that of the whole entire company have, yeah. have been the best ones recently have been coming out of NXT. To me, NXT being so good, it's kind of like when your youth group's band is better than your Sunday morning church band. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. We've been there. Least Mati, uh, you, and, and do you have any wrestling background at all? Um, she knows one. When rock I was book. like six, I'd go into my brother's room, and he had a poster of The Rock on his wall. Of course. And I'd stare at it and make. <laughs> <laughs> try to do the eyebrow. And try to do the eyebrow, and I succeeded. <laughs> yes. And, and that, that's about it. So you never watched wrestling? No. Did they have wrestling in Puerto Rico, or I mean, like any like, kind of? Like in Mexico, I, wrestling is a really big deal with an honor, time-honored tradition. I don't, you know, I also kind of like on with my kind of like my parents were really strict, so it wasn't like like if it was a thing out there in the universe, <laughs> I was very much sheltered from it. But 
clearly, I mean, my brother had a poster of The Rock, so he knew who he was. <laughs> so clearly it was something that was getting filtered into my home. I just wasn't a recipient of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie. I did watch a little bit of wrestling growing up. It was something that, like, my parents would watch and we would watch with them. I remember liking Kurt Angle back in the day. It was honestly because of his theme song. I think that's why I liked him as a kid, because his theme song was kind of cool. And then... I mean, I guess in the past like year year or so, uh, Mike's one of my best friends outside of the podcast, and we hang out a lot. And his roommates would also watch a lot of wrestling. So when I would hang out with them, we'd end up watching wrestling. So I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like learning things. I know what a super kick is. And you use that super kick a lot. She does I it do, all the time. It's on so Steven. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. N- Nick, did you guys have wrestling in Perry? Uh, yes. Did you watch growing up? I did not watch it, but no. my dad did. You're, oh, really? Who's your dad's favorite wrestler? No, you don't know. Well, we have your dad on the line right now. And no, please, please. That would be amazing. Mr. Sadler, welcome to the Nerdy Godcast. Uh, I'm not sure if he watches it anymore, but I know he used to watch it a lot. That's cool. He's not missing much. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to be talking to wrestling tonight. Uh, we would love to have you guys jump in with us. We're going to p- open right up with a quick game. Time to play the game. It's going to be a really fast game, and the way we're going to do this is it's going to be Nerd of Godcast versus guests, all right? So it's going to be the Nog Squad versus Black Magic tonight. Uh, so if you guys want to take Handicap that board from Lee Smotty. Steven, you're in charge of the board. I'm in charge of the board. <laughs> you're in charge of the Exchanging a little too oh, sweet over there. Board? Uh, it's the three of you guys. <laughs> okay. Lee Smotty is going to sit this out because uh, two reasons. I know nothing. She knows nothing, and also <laughs> she's eating M&Ms right now, and we don't want her spitting candy shells into the microphone. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to play a wrestler's theme song. Oh, no. And you're going to write down, if you know, who the the wrestler is. So if you know it, Neff, and I don't, and Jackie doesn't, if, if you're gonna this, forget the we rest need to play of the so, But I'm only gonna play it for like two seconds. Okay. All right. That's so you gotta real quick write down the theme song and then let me this. know who you think. If it's it is. newer stuff. All right. Here. This is from all eras. This goes Ooh. from the '80s till today. Ooh. All right. So here Gross. we. All right. Do you know? Let's get an answer. Yeah, you write it down. We're gonna hand it down to the person. Okay. Wait, hold on. We're writing it down because you gotta go fast. You gotta go fast. Okay. All right. No, no, no. Nerdy God Squad, show, well, they're still writing. Black Magic still writing? Last minute change happening over here with Black Magic. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to commentate You guys got to go like intense. Go intense right now. All right, so uh, on the count of three, show your answers. We have... Oh, no, sorry, 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 you put it, you put it. Just <laughs> what? Are they allowed to do that? I don't no. think they are no, allowed to I do that. Disqualified. No, 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 he, he had One. it. He had it. I messed up. Two, three, show them. We got Fandango and Fandango. What did you guys have before? Well, I had Fandango. No, no, he, he had, had, had Fandango. What did you say? And then I put look, pre- then I put Brizango. Oh, I'm the rock. Which is rock. which technically would have been acceptable yeah. as the thing, tag yeah. team. So all right, so one point each. Least money. Least money. Keep it score. Thank you, Nev. All right. Put it. All right, so there's your answer. I'll let you write this one, Jackie. I don't know how many I'm gonna get to write. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Ah, there's two. Sure okay. okay. All right. Here we go. Three, two, oh. one. Show it. Enzo and, Enzo and Cass or Enzo Amore. Very good. All right. We're good keeping job, the, Jackie. Keeping this party going, I you guys. Oh, oh yes. Sorry. All right. Wait, no, no. Let's show your answers. Count. Three, two, one. We got Bailey. You got it. Good job, uh, Jackie. <laughs> I, like, I, didn't know, I, know I didn't know that one. All right. Moving along. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I know what it is. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, uh. We got three, two, 
I think I got it wrong. I think I got Show it wrong. Me. We got Mark, Mark uh, Henry, and Dude Love. It is Dude Love. Oh, yeah. One of what sucks is I thought it was Dude Love, but based on Bite David's reaction, I thought it was Mark Henry. I'm All right, so it was I'm Dude sorry. Love. So Black I'm Magic sorry, pulls ahead. Okay. I had it right already. Here we go. Keep it going. Are you ready? Oh, come on, yeah. Wait, no, but there's like 95 I know, of them. I know it. Okay, I can never remember which ones they are because they're like seven. You guys have to go fast, Nerdy God Castro. I'm going to start. There's three we're of us all not analyzing each other. Well, all right, here we go. What do we got? One, two, three, DX and DX. All right, I'm not, <laughs> not going to read your commentary on the board there, <laughs> Black Magic. Uh, Let's get ready. Here we go. Got two yeah. words for you. <laughs> I thought one of you guys wait, wait, was wait, dying. Wait, wait, wait. All right. No, you have, to add, you have to add the context to it. Nope. Thank you. Here we go. Yeah. Give me the name uh, in three. What? Two. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> Your screen is ginormous. Three. Everybody oh. will be able to see. They two. can't see it. I can't see anything. You can't three. see this, are you? Can you? No. You're not only, cheating me, are only you? Only in the reflection of that no. light, twenty feet in the Couple air. Wavy lines. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go. We got Matt Hardy. That's right. Excuse so, me. It's Woken Matt. Hardy. It's Matt Hardy. All right. Woken. Woken. Er- erase got your Black boards. Black Magic. One point ahead. But not broken. Mm-hmm. Black Magic still Jackie, about one. You just hold the board in the middle and then pass it. Three, two, one. Here we go. Oh. Give it to Neff. Give it to Neff. Give it to Neff. I know it, but I don't know that. Just, just turn it. Just turn it. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Neff. I would not All right. Here we go. One, two, three. We got AJ and AJ Styles. Very good, you guys. All right. Uh, we're going to do just a few more. Black I Magic's still ahead. I think you know me. I know it, but yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Edge and Edge. All right. Very good. Keeping it going. I better say Neck and neck, but Black Magic is still in the lead. I can't hear that overly smiley. I don't know that one. Um, That's from the 80s. Can I see it? I don't know how to spell that name. No idea. I don't think that's right. Do you know it? Do you know it? Oh, wait, I didn't no, say no. they were all going to be free. One F. Write your answer. I need that answer in three, two, one. Show me what you got. Macho Man and Mankind. No, the answer was Sting. Oh, yeah, no, that was a Mankind. I knew that was a Mankind. That right. is embarrassing. I was either that or the brood. They've got egg on their face right no, now, no, Lee Smarty. I, I know the brood. Yeah, and I figured, I knew it. I'm like, I'm thinking it's the right. brood. All right, here we go. Oh. If you know it, I don't. I have no idea. I think I know this one. Um, I saw it, but I couldn't read it in Neff's writing. So. All right, Neff, show me your answer in three, two, one. Yeah. Sean, what? Sean, Sean Stasiak. Stasiak. Oh, Sean Stasiak. No, you got Sean Stasiak. Stasiak. That's the intro, though. Black Magic, what do you got? Oscar. Oscar, that is Oscar. Very yeah, good. Yeah, no, I couldn't tell that you. Intro, That's though, Black Magic. Up by two. Up by two, least Mighty. This body is dancing now. We have found. Yeah, let this one keep playing then, so she can dance. La. Yes. I love you. Good boy. <laughs> Wait, which one is? It? I don't yep, it sure is. That I is like it. this Good one. Good job, buddy. <laughs> I don't know which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we found Lee Smitty's entrance music, you guys. <laughs> All I can think of is this thing happening, and I don't. All right. Know. Let's see, Nerd Guy Cast, what do we got? LWO and Razor Ramon. The answer is the Latino World Order. No, Razor Ramon. Did you guys forget Razor Ramon? No, as soon as I heard that was that was during my time. That was the Latino World Order from WWE. I knew it was one. I didn't know it was. Moving on. Oh, that's that's what you thought. Yeah. Well, I know. I don't know. I always say this. 
diabetes. All right, we got Mark Henry and Ted DiBiase. It is Ted DiBiase. You said it was the one you thought. I thought it was Bob. And we're back up by two. Ted Diabetes. All right. I really want to win this, guys. Come on. Give me the board. Give me the board. Hold on, wait. All right. hear it. Hurry up. Hurry up. Make sure you get it right, Steven. At least, Marty, things are looking really bad for it the Nerd of Godcast. All right, here we go. Show us your answer. Steven, you don't have to write a book, man. All right, we got Stone Cold and Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's good. Here we go. All right, moving Woo! on. <laughs> <laughs> I know that glass shattering anywhere. If you know the song, give me a heck yeah. Heck, heck yeah. yeah. All right. That's the bottom line. Yes, I know. Looks like there's a there is a fallout happening in the Nerd of God stable right now. No! Alright, no, here we go. We got Brock Lesnar and What did you write, Steven? I didn't get it right. I wrote Brett Hart. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Calm yourself down or get out of the this is what this is what is they're going to turn on each other. Stephen's going to be answering it a question. Neff's going to come up behind him with a steel chair. So mad, he's getting it wrong. We're setting up an angle for the next paper. You know how they they're able to sit next to each other and like then move your chair. No, we have a Jackie in between us. Move your chair and sit in between Jackie. Move our Jackie. In our in our defense, I'm writing most of it. He's not telling me. No, no, yeah. Oh, I know. There's no need for me to. If there's one person who I know. Here's the next one. My mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, no, you don't know which one to put. Neff, go ahead and write it down. Boys. Uh-oh. Go ahead, Neff. Uh-oh. Sure. There's I tension will. here. I oh, will write it yeah, down. Yeah, right, There's yeah. tension. Internal conflict on the side of the Nerd of God cast happening right uh, now. Uh, hold on. I'll take a water break. <laughs> <laughs> I think Davis. I know who it is, but I'm not 100% sure. All right. I know the era. All right. Here we go. Let me see what you got, Nerd of God cast. We got American Dream and Eugene. It is Eugene. Close. Close. That's what I'm I don't one, support those One of the worst gimmicks. Those it, kind of it was over. It, it went it over. Was it was very over. <laughs> we have Black Magic three points ahead, Tony. When something when something is over, oh, least money, that, that means that the fans are counting, right? reacting to it in a positive way. Either points. they're over as a face, which means people cheer for them, or they're over Not as a true. villain, Brock which means people boo them as a heel. Yeah. All right, next one. Is the Brock Give it to Jackie. Give it to Jackie. Give it to Jackie. I don't know, Jackie. That's what I worked for. I know. I know. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yes, that one. I was like, I know this one. All right. We got Nerdy Guy Cast. We got Bobby Roode and Glorious Bobby Roode. All right. Extra point for Black Magic. Glorious. No. Wait. You guys both got it right. Oh. Can you play it over again? Just the. No more. That's um. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is making me so mad. I'm so I know mad. Yeah. I know it. Yes. I know it. Yes. Wait. Yes. Just write something down. Just yes. write something down. Uh, uh, Just write it down. Hold on. What's his name? Um, it's newer. It's newer. What's the dude's name? Um, I can't remember. Which dude? Can we, uh, From the, Least Money, what is the score right oh, now? Oh, oh, we are um, at 15-11. I know. I know. 15-11. If Black Magic gets five up on you guys, you're going to get run ruled here. Maybe. I don't All know. All right, here we go. Show me what we got. We got Dean Ambrose and we got 
Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. And that oh. means that Black Magic takes the lead. They have you guys by five. And uh, that is our game. Black Magic. Wait, give me another Canadian. Your winners <laughs> and undisputed entrance music champions, Magic, Mike Diaz, and on. King David Nelson. Okay. Metaphorically lifting your arm up. That's what happens. Thanks, they knew Brock Lesnar and Ted DiBiase. I, let me tell you, I, so I, I, love, <laughs> I love wrestling entrance music so much. Like a great entrance theme makes the difference away. between an, like, an yep. okay wrestler and an amazing Absolutely. wrestler. I'm going to play a couple more if you guys just know it. Just shout it yeah. out, okay? Undertaker. Undertaker. You got it. Where were these? Uh, uh, Spirit Squad. Uh, no. It's the Spirit Squad. No. It's Buff Bagwell. Oh, I don't know Buff Bagwell. Yeah. Inappropriate. <laughs> when WCW got bought, you never saw him again. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, HBK. Oh, it's It's a WCW one. This has to be. Four Horsemen? It is the yeah, Four yeah. Horsemen, Steven. That makes Context sense. clues. <laughs> this is WCW. They want to talk. I want to say it. Primetime players? That was Titus O'Neil. Primetime yeah. players. Nice. Titus O'Neil. Yeah. Oh, the Wolfpack. NW. Wolfpack in the house. Can you wait till we get to that? Yeah, hold on. I'll tell you when to stop. Okay, you can stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Oh, oh, Batista? that's uh, Batista. Yeah. Drag, drag yeah. Destroyer. For, 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 for first time through. Uh, Bret Hart? Is, that would be Bret Hart. Isn't it Bret Hart or, or Natalia? There's H. Who said H. I was about to say. Oh no, this is Taz. Oh, yeah, no. it's Taz. Survive. <laughs> nice try. Let nice me. try, though. The heartbeat one is I remember Somebody give me a towel. Dollar. Nature Boy. Oh, no, no. no. That's Macho Man. Macho Man, yeah. No. I got my classical songs mixed up. Harp and Circumstance. I hate that song. Daniel Bryan? Mm -hmm. Daniel Bryan. Yes, 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 yes. RDV. RDV. Rob Van Damn. RDV is a sports complex. Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper. No, Roddy Piper, yeah. John Cena. That was loud. Ray Mysterio, 619. Who's that jumping out the sky? Dude, I haven't heard this one in forever. Here we go. Oh. Classic right here. Dusty Rose. Dusty Rose, baby. I love it. Wait, wait. Is that the one that... Oh, hold on, who's this? Well, it's the big show! Randy Orton. Randy Orton! Oh, yeah. I'll say David. That's my boy. You We're just going to leave this one on loop for the rest of the yeah. show, you guys. Break the wall down! All right, we'll stop on that one because I don't know that it's getting any better than Real that. Real quick, Tony. Yes. You drew me at Chris Jericho when I was in sixth grade. Did I really? You did. And I found it the other day. Holy cow! <laughs> my for heart real, is I did. I was just okay. So I was just telling the story about how I used to, when I, my first job here at the church. I worked an extended day at our school, and I would hang out with all these kids. And I was like, I remember when little David Nelson. We would sit there, we, or we go to the gym, or it was like David and David Nelson and Marcus and Jamel, and <laughs> all these like all these kids uh, would, would hang around. We'd tell stories, and I draw pictures. And that man, that's so funny that you would say that. that's great. That's amazing. Man. Yes, Thank you. Wonderful. Keep that. That's going to be worth nothing someday. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> but Chris Jericho, so you were you were in sixth grade. That would have been like late nineties. Uh yes. So Chris Jericho <laughs> was one of my all time favorite wrestlers. And when I was um, first kind of, so I would have been a, in college. I started a website called WCWF, and it took the WC from WCW and the WF from WWF, Clever. and it was the world of Christian wrestling fans. Oh so I created God. a blog oh. back on my old Angel Fire site. It had like dork. MIDI uh, songs in the background. <laughs> and, uh, Wait, did it have a little counter at the bottom? It did have a counter <laughs> at the bottom, and, and that website still exists somewhere, I'm sure, but it's the world of Christian wrestling fans, and I had some articles that I wrote on there, and I, I interviewed uh, Chris Jericho. Because that was when Chris what? Jericho was a little had a little bit more of a Christian testimony. I, I interviewed him through email, and um, you Christian know he responded Jericho. to some stuff. But was it yeah. him or was like his like? No, it was agent. him. It was him when he had ChrisJericho.com was his own personal website. So uh -huh. it was it was he managed it. He ran it himself. And uh, and his his first wrestling gimmick before he became pro was Christian Chris Irvine. He was uh, actually going to be a Christian character because he grew up uh, as a teenager in church listening to like Christian heavy metal, and that was a big influence on on his thing. So I wanted to really highlight some of the beliefs that were professional wrestlers. That was right around the time that Sting also became a Christian. So uh, I, I mentioned some articles uh, from Sting on there. So I, th I think I posted like three things on that website, and then uh, it went away. So <laughs> <laughs> but it still exists somewhere out in the universe. Uh, I'm sure that by the time this goes to air, it'll take about five minutes before somebody finds it <laughs> online and embarrasses me for uh, my 19-year-old version of me typos. Um, <laughs> let us know what your favorite entrance music is or what your entrance music would be if you were a professional wrestler. The best way for you to connect with us is to find us online on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our blog online at www.nerdofgodcast.com or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. You can also call us on the Nerd of Godcast hotline at 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. That number again is 760-664-2278. Leave us a message, and if we like what you have to say, you might even end up on the show. You can also visit us on patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast. We are a list Supported show, so we thank all of our Patreon sponsors. Mm -hmm. thank, you. Thank, thank you, thank you, you guys are the real heroes, the real champions tonight. Uh, and you can check that out if you'd like to be a part of the miracle. Now, I'm I'm going back in time to when I liked wrestling, and I grew up in the early '80s. So for me, at, at that age appropriate time, it was when wrestling really, really blew up on the national scene. For like so the first time for the for the first time on the net when when McMahon kind of bought all the territories brought them all together. Um, I'm let, Let's say I'm probably like seven or eight years old when Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling cartoon show comes out. Oh so that, goodness, that is the pinnacle yeah. of mass appeal. So uh, when I'm a little kid, I go see Rocky III in the theater, the Hulk Hogan's in Rocky III, uh, Mr. Oh, T. Yeah. So, so this is when WrestleMania 1 is coming out. This is when wrestling is hitting its prime. So we're talking Hulk Hogan, Junkyard Dog, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Captain Lou Albano, the Iron Sheik, Nikolai Volkov. Cindy Lauper. Cindy freaking Lopper, Andre the Giant, Andre the Giant, uh, uh, Junkyard Dog. Uh, said him twice. Did I say Junkyard Dog? Did. That's how awesome the Junkyard <laughs> Dog was, you guys. Uh, the JYD, uh, and and you know, so so for years I watched wrestling, man, all the way through Mr. Perfect and Coco Beware and Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, used to love watching wrestling. Um, really, really big into it, uh, and and uh, so I was a huge wrestling fan as a kid. And um, but when I was a little, probably about nine or ten years old, they had these toys that came out. These little, I wouldn't even call them action figures. They were just little PVC figures, and they were one color for the most part. They were pink, little flesh-toned figures, maybe about an inch and a half high. 
uh, of wrestlers. They were they were definitely wrestlers because the packaging on it showed them having wrestling action. Very strange character designs. One guy had uh, the horns like a, a bull, and one guy wore a very interesting uh, luchador-type wrestling mask. There was one guy that was made out of a brick wall. Strange, weird characters. One guy wore a stormtrooper helmet <laughs> was, and busted through a wall. That was Shockmaster. <laughs> that was actually in real life. So uh, we used to buy these figures. They were called Muscle, M-U-S-C-L-E. There was even a Nintendo game based on them. Uh, I didn't know anything about them. No story. There was nothing that was attached to it. No mythology. It didn't come with the comic book. They were just these weird little pink figures. You could buy them uh, on a blister pack. You could buy them in little trash cans or even like a big box set. And it was kind of one of those you random, you didn't know what you were going to get in a pack. And I was obsessed with them. Come to find out that they actually came from a Japanese toy line called Kinikumen. I have no idea what the story in the mythology was. I've always wondered what the deal was with Kinikuman. I've always wondered why these characters were so beloved, why they they were you know even made and brought into America, um, and and because I didn't know, uh, I want to introduce a brand new segment on our show tonight. Something we've never done before. This is a feature called Nefnos. Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> so Nef Kinikuman. Let me tell you a little about Kinikuman. Otherwise known as Muscle, M U S C L E. So the story of Kaniku Man starts with our main character, Kaniku Suguru. First name Suguru. It's Japanese. We'll deal with that, you know, <laughs> as it goes there. So he was raised in Japan. He's a lauded, though clumsy and silly, professional wrestler who fights kaiju by eating garlic and growing 30 feet tall. <laughs> Wait, you're not making this up. I am not. This it's Japanese. Kaiju man. giant monsters. Giant monsters. He eats garlic. He eats also garlic. 80s Japanese. Man. So it's how like did, Mario and his mushroom. How did Voltron get famous and this slip through the cracks? I don't know. It's 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 a uh, the creators of the of the manga and the anime, they made it as a parody of Ultraman. Okay. Okay. So he kind of has like the fin and everything yeah. too. Um, he thinks himself to be very popular. But most people run away from his weird face and garlic breath. Because he, he's like a grown man. To give the listeners a sense of what he looks like, he's like this huge, muscular man, like giant, bulging muscles with like a weird baby face with giant lips, and it's just, he's just a weird-looking dude. Interesting. So yeah, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's it's funky. So his favorite food is gyudon, which is a bowl of rice, beef, and onions, which doesn't help him. That's. Tony's now showing. showing you guys the picture of Kaniku Man. That's almost like one of those uh, those puffer fishes from Mario. That yeah. kind of He's weird. That kind of face. I don't like it's that. Weird. So he trained. He's trained by the character Meat Alexandria, son of Mince Alexandria, which I think is the funniest thing because it's meat and mince. Um, <laughs> mince meat. Who, te- who tells him that he is the lost prince of the planet Kiniku. In order to train to defeat the evil ruler that has taken over the throne. He must compete in a wrestling tournament comprised of Chojins, which are which literally means Superman in English. Okay. So it's a race. It's just a bunch of different like Superman, super powered beings. And they're professionally wrestling against one. Yes, another. and they're all professionally wrestling tournament. Yes. Some of them are evil. The others are pretentiously good, which means most of them are just really cocky and just awful people, even though they're the good guys. So like professional wrestlers. <laughs> exactly like professional wrestlers. But most of them become friends with the lovable Suguru by the end of their bouts. He takes uh, longer to heal in his bouts because because uh, he's lazy. So he takes a little bit longer to heal <laughs> than the other Chojins. Uh, he's lazy and he doesn't really train a lot. Even though he's super muscular, he just kind of he rides the coattails, uh, kind of coasts on the fact that he's big and muscular and buff. 
his natural muscles and unbearable goofiness and ugliness serve as his strengths while fighting kaiju and his foes. One example, um, he was uh, chosen to fight a group of kaiju that were coming to attack a city. Um, he ate his garlic, grew to the size, and the kaiju ran back because they were so offended by his ugliness. <laughs> True story. Oh, so bad. True story. Poor Kaniku man. So Kaniku man. He lives his life, you know. It's, it happens. Uh, the mango. Uh, sorry, the, not the mango. mango. <laughs> the mango is delicious. Such as mango. It's a delicious fruit. <laughs> the mango ran from 1979 to 1987 when it was published in the beloved Shonen Jump magazine. Oh. It spawned a sequel about Suguru's son, Mentaro, and his exploits known as Kaniku Man 2, Kaniku Man the Next Generation, or in the States, Ultimate Muscle. Ultimate Muscle. Which I watched growing up on Fox when the anime version was produced by four kids. Now, I remember we used to have the Ultimate Muscle game for the GameCube. Yes. In the old youth room. Yes. That makes sense. And you could fight as, mm-hmm. I remember the figures, you had Terry Canyon, mm-hmm. and, and you had Kinniku Man, or, or, or King Muscle, he was yes, called. Yes, King Muscle. And then you had, you had a lot of other characters. Robin Man. Robin Man. You had Dick Dick Van Dick. Yep. <laughs> There's a character that I don't. I think his name is like. He was a dick dick. He was like an antelope. He was like a. Okay. He was a what? He was Watch a your what? language. We're done. We're done. Antelope. We're done. This is wrestling. <laughs> uh, so uh, there are characters like that. There's characters. Uh, I think. Are we in the attitude like, era of the Northern God cast? Yes. I'm just going to sip my water. The ruthless aggression era. Oh goodness. Um, so, Sorry, uh, FCC. fighting there are other fighting other characters like I think there's one I think his name is Bolterman or something like that, who's literally a Nazi. Oh, so, oh how nice! <laughs> I like space <laughs> Japanese. You would think moment. they would be more friendly towards their brethren, but uh. Oh, sorry. Sorry for the deep cut back to 1945. <laughs> I spaced out for a brief moment, and when I tuned back in, I was like, wait, what? So Ultimate Muscle, the sequel, is set 28 years later, and the spoiled son, Mentaro, he's, he's spoiled by because his father's the king, mm. is spoiled, and he must defeat a group of familiar foes from the original series who have teamed up and now call themselves the DMP. Which is like a ripoff of the NWO. Yes, like their logo, much. the DMP logo is like an NWO logo. Yeah, and in 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 Japanese, uh, in the Japanese show, it's like demon something, which I don't like. So I just I went with the American. What? Sure. what? <laughs> <laughs> you said pause, right? Pauls, like pause, like okay. That is not sure. what I heard. Uh, but and uh, <laughs> strangely enough, the it's other GameCube game that we had in the youth room was Monkey Ball. Oh. I love it. <laughs> so. In the English version, it stands for Destruction, Mayhem, and Pain. Okay. So, guided by Meat, the the trainer from the original show, he must rise to become as powerful and successful as his father. And so goes the saga of the Kaniku Men. Man! This is a Japanese telenovela. It's like a wrestling telenovela. Mm -hmm. And it still makes a lot more sense than the DCE. It's got (laughs) generations, like Degrassi. I have learned learned something new about a beloved childhood property. Neff, thank you so much for shining some light on muscle and Mm -hmm. Kaniku Men. No problem. And this has been? Neff knows. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Uh, if you have something you'd like to find out, uh, for, if Neff knows it, let us know. You can just uh, send us an email or call us on our hotline, 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. Ask a question, and we'll see if Neff knows the news that you need to know. Um, mm-hmm. That was a really good segment, man. I don't know if that was the Thank best you. segment we've ever had, but I do know that this next segment is the best thing ever. ever. And 
this is our video game villain lightning round uh, of the best thing ever. Uh, we went so through mad. our first one, and boy, this is this is a nail biter, you guys. This one is making me angry. I didn't vote. I'm so upset. I forgot. <sighs> I, yeah. was, I was in class all day today. This one went super class, super fast. So this is our our second round, round two of our bracket system. <laughs> uh, you could call this our video game March Madness. Uh, is what Amen. we have here. So um, in our in our in our round today, we had Ganon, Sephiroth, Bowser, Glados, Wario, and Waluigi. Dr. Robotnik, Team Rocket, and Dracula. And they were all up against each other in our brackets. People were voting like crazy today, uh, trying to determine a winner. And it was back and forth, back mm -hmm. and forth. In fact, there was one that I thought for sure was going to go, in my opinion, the wrong way. And at the last minute, people swooped in. They were voting like crazy. Uh, so we... Um, we have our, our winners to declare uh, here. So, uh, you guys, without further ado, you want to know who, who is moving on to our semifinals? I don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. In our first round, we had Ganon from The Legend of Zelda versus Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. I would VII. guess that Ganon went. Now, these are two heavy-hitting bad guys. Yes, they are. Oh, God, they are. Uh, yeah, they are over oh, yeah, when Mike, it comes to heels. Final Fantasy yes. VII so, Ganon from Zelda versus Sephiroth. It was a pretty tight one, but no, I'm just kidding. It, was it wasn't. This was so one-sided. Jackie, who won? Ganon. Yeah. What was it? I'm not surprised. Give, give us the percentage, please. 89 to 11. Yeah, oh, wow. That's Demolished. But it's okay. Now, to be fair, Sephiroth has the better theme song, so he can at least take that with him. Sure. But he's yeah. not a pig man. And he looks so much cooler, too. Ganon has different... Uh, but he's a pig. Incarnations. Yeah. But yeah, Ganon's but, a ginger. But once you're a pig once, you can't, you can't yeah, shake that's that. A, that's <laughs> all people are going to talk about. That's very true. I'm a little piggy. All right, so in, in uh, our, our next round, uh, we have Bowser. <laughs> Did you miss that? I caught it. <laughs> uh, we have Bowser from Super Mario Brothers Woo! against Glados from the Portal series. Uh, see, I, I would assume Bowser would have won. I prefer Glados, but I think Bowser all day won. long Bowser was way ahead, as it should be. Way ahead, Jackie. How did it end up? Glados. Glados. Really? That's oh. that's the right answer. No, this is malarkey. That messes up my bracket. <laughs> no way. Bowser your is bracket, the best. Your bracket villain. was messed up in the first round. Your bracket no, was messed but, up but, the but minute my, you picked Bowser over Glados. But my listen, I prefer Glados over Bowser. I'm trying to go by what the audience is going to say. Well, clearly but, you missed it because the audience voted for Glados. But, with what percentage, Jackie? Fifty-three. Oh, no, it. that was close. I didn't vote. I could have won. All right. I, 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 my final Bowser round was won. Bowser versus freaking Ganon. All right. So and then in a, in a twofer, we had Wario and Waluigi against Dr. Robotnik, the Eggman from Sonic the Hedgehog. How did that one play out, Jackie? Dr. Robotnik at 61%. Ooh, another narrow one. Another narrow one. Nintendo's um, dropping like flies. And then uh, in our final round, we had Team Rocket from Pokemon <laughs> against Dracula from Castlevania. Uh, and who walked away with that one? Not Team Rocket. No! You know what that Team means? Rocket. Team Rocket's blasting off again! <laughs> Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so I guess that means that next week we've got um, semifinals. The semifinals. It's Ganon versus Glados, I think, and then that means uh, we got Rob Robotnik versus Dracula. Uh, anybody want to make a call on who's gonna who's gonna come ahead? You know what? I don't even care about my bracket anymore. I want Glados to win it all. All right. I think Glados might win. As much as I love Ganon, I think I pick Glados Ganon. might. I don't even care. I think I it'll be very close between GLaDOS and Ganon. If it's a sassy contest, GLaDOS wins. Hands for sure. Yeah. For no. sure. Yeah. All right. We'll, 
we'll see what happens. There's uh, one way for you can do it. At the time this uh, this episode goes to air, you can vote on our Twitter page. That's twitter.com slash nerdygodcast. And you can vote and let us know who you think the video game villain best thing ever is. That's your way to be connected. And this segment we call the best thing ever. All right, so uh, Jackie and Lismata, you guys have tablets in front of you right now. And yes. you guys are going to be our judges for this next round. I love, all right? I love judging people. Judges. Now, this is a game that we're going to do. And this game is called Cutting a Promo. Oh, I'm not good at this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you guys, and, and just the, the men here, <laughs> cut a promo, a wrestling promo. Now, now, for those that don't know the lingo, what is what does it mean to cut a promo, Mike? Sell yourself, pretty much. All right. <laughs> In a legal <laughs> to the way. audience. Well, to not the at audience. night and not on the street. It's, it's how you communicate <laughs> yourself, whether you're trying to sell yourself I saw, I'm, I'm so or stuck. I'm sell sorry. a storyline. So sell yourself promote, as meaning to get yourself, yourself over with correct. the crowd. Correct. Yes. Sell yourself. So when you, so when you yourself, you've yes. seen these videos online if you're not a wrestling fan when you get these guys they're like listen up I'm going to take you out at the next pay-per-view I'm going to beat you down so hard that your mama's not going to recognize you because I'm the biggest and I'm the baddest and I'm the best there ever was. You know something like that. So they're, they're, they're cutting a promo they're trying to get people kind of on their side or intrigued in, in, in the storyline. So you guys are going to have the opportunity to cut a promo tonight. Oh, oh Lord. Right. This is going to be so bad. But, <laughs> because we, looking his chops right now. Because we are a Christian <laughs> podcast, I am going to give you a Bible character, and you are going to have to cut a promo as that character. God bless. So whatever their storyline is, whatever they might be doing in the Bible, you guys are going to have that character, and you're going to have to uh, sell whatever their conflict is. All right. So it's going to take a little bit of Bible knowledge. The more you know about their stories, the better chance you're going to have. All right. So uh, Lise, Marty, and Jackie, write a name on your tablet, and uh, we're going to see whoever you have uh, that is going to go first. So write a name down to who you think needs to cut a promo first. Like what do you mean? Just one of these like gentlemen. An individual. Yeah. Just write down the individual that you want to see oh, go first. The individual we want to see go first. Uh -huh. I thought you meant Bible character. And I no, 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 no. <laughs> write, write, write the individual that you want to see cut a Ruth. promo first. Mary. Okay. What if we pick the same person? Then they're going first. Okay. All right, what do we got, Jackie? Steven. Steven, and what do you write? We got okay. Neff. All right, so Steven is going to... You want to go first, Steven? Uh, do I get to choose my character? You get to go first or last. Like the very first or very, very last? Very first or very last. I'll go first. I'll get all right, Steven's going to go first. That means, Neff, you are going to go last, all right? Okay. So the, the way that we'll go is we'll go Steven, Mike, David, and Neff. I'll say the first will be last. All right, so Steven, I'm going to give you a choice of two Bible characters. You can choose right. which one you want to do. Are you ready? Sure. All right, you can are choose you ready? between Samson and Jonah. Mm, I'll go Samson. All right, Samson, it is. All right, so it's your time, Stephen, to cut a promo. I'm so nervous. I know. You're going to be great. <laughs> I know. All right, so how long do we give him for this promo? Like to prepare? No, right now to do it. Oh. There's no preparation time. Yeah, no, this is off the cuff. 20 uh, seconds. All right, so I'm going to give you 30 seconds, Stephen. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Listen here, Philistines. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do to me. I will still beat you down and take you out. You can cut off my hair. You can tie me to those poles. You can gouge my eyes out, but I'll still bring the walls down. Philistines, I'm coming for you. Ten seconds left. You heard me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see you, but soon you won't see anything either. 
All right, we're going to stop you there. I love Southern preachers. <laughs> All right, uh, so what you guys are going to do, Lise Money and Jackie, you're going to give each of our contestants a score out of 10. All right, you can keep it separate, keep it private to yourself, but you're going to give them a score out of 10, 10 being the very best. Uh, you're looking for biblical knowledge, you're looking for enthusiasm, clarity of communication, and use of time. All right, so Stephen, you got a score down for him? Sure. We're going to move around to Michael now. Mike, <laughs> you can be Noah. Oh. Or you can be Moses. I'll be Moses. All right. So you are now Moses. Uh, you are in the Sinai Desert, 1200 BC. Um, there is a burning bush, and you got a stick in your hand. Uh, here, 30 seconds on the clock. I'll give you, when you, when you got 10 seconds, I'll give you the 10. When you got five seconds, I'll give you the five, and then your time's up. All right, here we go in three, two, one. My name is Moses, and you can't teach that. I'm gonna let you know right now. I'm out here in the desert. What do we got over here? We got a, a people who don't believe. We don't believe in what God has in store for us. I call that a cup of haters. <laughs> a cup of haters. What we got over here? And let you know that I believe in the. I know that the promised land is coming. And let you know that you can't teach that at all. All right, that's your time, Moses. And a cup of haters. Solid. <laughs> Ironically, Moses was a great teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't teach that. All right. Very good, Mike D. David, are you ready? I think. Please give him David. <laughs> David, you have David. Or, or David. <laughs> if you want to do the heel turn, Noah. Judas. Oh, please. Please go heal. Please oh, no. do Judas. Please go heal. Oh, I'll do kicking? Judas. Oh! <laughs> I'm scared. All right. I'm excited. Same thing, 30 seconds Damn on it, the I'm clock. Already, give, I'm give, already give, giving you a 10. Give, give, give him a minute. <laughs> give him a minute. <laughs> give him a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. In three, two, one. You never saw it coming. You saw me eat with the man. You saw me witness his miracles. And when the opportunity came and presented itself, I picked my spot and claimed my rightful spot at the top. I'm the man. Nobody else but me. <laughs> oh, there was more time, David. Uh, that's your time. That's the At bottom the line. End. There's a hung jury on that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. There was your Judas, you guys. Was, Bold move. I got chills. That was Bold terrible. move. That's what it's like. Can I, can I'm scared. That's what it's like to be the bad guy. Can, can I redo that? I, no. <laughs> can I get, that was great, David. Can I redo that? I felt it. I <laughs> hated hey, you. Hey, Noah. Uh, I'm sorry. Did we say Noah already? We did. I'm Neff. Okay, Neff. <laughs> Neff. I'm not David's son. <laughs> Neff, you can choose from... Noah uh-huh. or David? Ooh. Be David. Be David and be Don't right influence him. <laughs> I'll be David. All right. David is the right answer. Here we go. We're going to give you 30 seconds. In five, four, three, two. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I've been dancing around here despite my wife's suggestions. I'm dancing around here, having a great time, praising the Lord. You know, I came here with my group, the 30 men. And we're here. 
to fight you, brother. We're here to take you down. I got my boy, Benaniah, the <laughs> one true man. I've got my three trusted boys over here running my army, and we're coming straight for the title, brother. All right. There's That's your good. David. <laughs> All right. <laughs> going straight for the title. So you went for, like, older David. You didn't even go for the Goliath thing, the, the layup. Mm-hmm. No, right. come on. All right. That's that's WWE, David. All right. I'm WCW, David. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, all right. Well, I'll do one, too, then. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, it was me, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it was me, Peter. It was me all, yeah, all, all along. Um, <laughs> the disciples bought it. Okay. <laughs> my wife bought it. I have some more on my list here, but like, uh, I got Jonah, and I got Noah, and I got Nebuchadnezzar. 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 Dude, Nebuchadnezzar. 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 Who was your choices again? I already wrote Jonah, it down for Neb. So you Jonah, do Noah, or Nebuchadnezzar? Nebuchadnezzar. I already wrote another, it down another for heel Nebuchadnezzar. Promo? Oh, so another heel promo? Another heel promo. Please go heel. We need heel. All right. Um, I guess I'll... Yeah, you got to time yourself, Time too. myself, yeah. All right, here we go. In three. My name is Nebuchadnezzar. Don't you forget it. Tattoo it on your face. Tattoo it on your mama. Because when you hear my name, you know my game. And it's time for my fame. I am the man. I am the myth. I am the one with the statue, the idol, the icon. When you hear my music playing, there's only one thing you can do. You can bow down when I come to your town. Nebuchadnezzar with a capital N. Don't you forget it. Because I am the king. And if you don't like it, I got somewhere hot for you. Okay, right. so <laughs> ladies decide second place. <laughs> well, okay. All right. Uh, okay, Nebuchadnezzar. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all of this was kind of weird. All of it was all kind of weird. All weird. of it was Nicole kind of weird. Cutting a promo is a very important thing. So That's um, how I know I can never be a wrestler, because I don't think yeah. I could cut a good promo. I stutter too much. <laughs> well, if you, well, if you well, were Moses, you, you should have stuttered more. Today, Junior. All right, so what we'll do is we'll give you guys, we'll give scores, we'll go around the table. Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. No, just I'll take a solid zero. I don't like judging my friends. All right, you can. If I get a one, I'm going to so excited. You're not judging them. Just give them numbers, all right? Give, give, (laughs) give them something that shows their value based on a numerical scale. All right, so we're gonna add your numbers together. That's gonna be the score. Uh, We'll start. uh, We'll start with me and work our way backwards. All right, so um, give me a score, Jackie. Ten. 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 Least Wait. Wait, what? For me? For Tony. For you? Oh, I put nine. Nine? Okay, that's a nine. This room for improvement. Nine? Okay, that's cool. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 19. Uh, so tough w- to be that. It's the almost perfect score. We'll go to Neff. Hey. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were asking Neff. <laughs> I put um, 7.5. I gave Neff a nine. Nine and a 7.5, so 16 and a half. Good job, Neff. All right. I, bro- I broke 10. That's why I'm <laughs> happy about that. <laughs> you are better than average, sir. All right. Yes. Uh, David. I put seven. I, I gave that a nine, too. I really uh, okay, so 16. Jackie's very wow. generous. Very generous. Oh. Very generous. I'm only getting a solid one. She gave Steven a four. <laughs> All right, Mike D. I also gave Mike a seven. Oh, a seven. Cool. A seven and a seven. Oh, she turned on you, buddy. It's okay. Uh, we got a 14. And Steven. I didn't give you one. I gave Steven nine. I gave Steven a seven. Seven. So wow. Sixteen. Making Neff. Yeah, your scale was really off. It, it really was. I, I didn't know how to do anything. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> she went like. <laughs> that I didn't even bring up Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me by half it a point. It was the character. Like it was how like how into I the thought, voice you were. Wait. I was pretty about? into my voice. Sorry. I'm just saying. No. 
who are you talking about? <laughs> Me, apparently. For, for Neff. I was talking oh. about Neff's voice. The reason why I gave him a nine was because of his, his, his vocalization. I thought Steven yeah, should have got higher. Yeah. Well, I think, I thought Steven was the best because he was the very first <laughs> I got one screwed, to go. Yeah, I, I didn't know. It's I like SummerSlam, David. Jackie just screwed me. No, Steven screwed Steven. Steven oh. went first. I didn't know how to judge it. <laughs> Steven, you have the benefit of being the curtain jerker tonight. Uh, okay, so curtain jerker, a term meaning the first one to fight on a wrestling card. set the tone. Why do people love wrestling? I don't know. Because they're nerds. Because it's, it's... No, because I know people <laughs> no. who love wrestling who are not nerds. Because <laughs> it's violent. Because <laughs> it's violent. I think it's because it's like a modern day, quote unquote, real life, like superhero mythology that we can watch. Okay. It's a male soap you, opera. It is definitely it a male is soap, a soap, it's soap like, opera. It's like dancing. And Even when the females like are you know, you know it's no, the females are there for eye candy. predetermined, you know, whatever, but you still are suspended in disbelief and you're invested in the characters that come, to, they're bigger than life, larger than life characters. And you're like, those are people that you can see in a crowd and like double turn, like, you know who they are. And yeah. it's just, it's just with that and the storylines and just the energy with the, the arena, the fans and all that is just, it's wonderful. And, it, and, you know, the, the thing is, I've heard a lot of people say, well, you know wrestling's fake, don't you? It's like, yeah, but, you know, like when you went and saw, uh, you know, Spider-Man turn into dust and say, Mr. Stark, I don't want to go, you know, you know that was fake, too, right? I mean, that was that was scripted. And Tom Holland's still alive in real life. Kool-Aid power. It's not fake. It's predetermined. Uh, but I'm just saying, yeah. these guys go in there and they and really they, bust and it. And they, they work on it. And they put mo- their- Most of the things that they do is it's pretty... It's pretty like hard to replicate in real life. I don't without, know much people because I can do what they do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're they're putting their bodies on the line. Ask uh, uh, Scott Hall how he's doing today. Ask Mick Foley how he's doing. Listen, today. Scott Hall didn't. Scott Hall's not how he's doing today because of wrestling. Scott Hall's how he's doing today because of drugs <laughs> and alcohol. Drugs yeah, but he and can't alcohol. walk because of wrestling. <laughs> so, people like wrestling. Jackie, as as a wrestling casual observer, <laughs> um, you know, you just said the girls on wrestling were eye candy. Not as much now, but like I remember when I was a little kid and watching it, it's like, what's the point of you? Oh, yeah. Like when you're going back to like Sable and yeah, you know, yeah. Corey so, like, as, as a kid, I'm like, yeah, there's no point in them being here. But I've noticed um, when I started kind of watching it, I'm like, oh, some of these girls can actually like fight and they're not just there to look pretty. Like they look pretty, but that's not their purpose. Who's, who, well, listen, let's be honest. Some of the men look pretty too. All right. They, they do. I mean, you talk about eye candy. They do. I've watched, <laughs> Have you I've seen watched wrestling. Death? I've watched wrestling with, I'm going to drop a name that nobody in our audience knows, but you all know. I've watched wrestling with Jeannie Hoover before. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeannie, Jeannie likes to see the backsides of wrestlers. Have you seen Finn Balor's abs? Uh, I haven't. Mm, I um, have. So, so <laughs> <laughs> you're proving the opposite one here, Jackie. Jackie. Jackie, who's your favorite all-time wrestler? Yeah, probably Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Neff, who's your favorite wrestler? Oh, uh, Chris Jericho. Oh, s- stole my answer. Oh, I, have a t- I have a t- It's t- the best one. Stephen, who is your favorite wrestler? <sighs> it's tough, but I, it's a tie. Can it be a tie? No. Nope. Clear-cut winner right now. I can't have a clear-cut winner. <laughs> William right. Regal. We got to choose. Then you forfeit, Three, two, you forfeit one, both of your answers. This is William well, Regal. No, then it's fine. Then then it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right, that's okay. It's Just a, barely, barely. No, you don't get out. to say the second one. You don't get to say the second no, one because that's that's one. the that's you saying mm. both of your answers. So no, the answer is no. Uh, David, who's your favorite wrestler? 
I know. I have weird. to say The Rock. The Rock. Yes. Nice. Least money is that your because when you were talking about looking at your brother's poster of The Rock, <laughs> you, was not in like a weird way. I was okay. six. Your, eyebrow, your, your eyebrow shot up so high you knocked out a ceiling tile. I just wanted to have a talent. <laughs> what was the talent? To, to raise, raise my oh. eyebrows really as high. She does money, as I do with frequency. The people's eyebrow. Rests so in, in her her capable hands. So, do you have a favorite wrestler, Lisa Money? Are you aware of any wrestlers by name? I'm The Rock. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty go. much it. You sure it's not Dwayne Johnson? Um, <laughs> they look a lot alike. They look really good, really similar. How do you feel about Hulk Hogan? Do you know who Hulk Hogan is? I do. That's he had like a reality TV show. That's exactly exactly where I wanted you to know Hulk Hogan. From. What about Macho <laughs> Man Randy Savage? What are you even? He was saying? in a movie. Why are you assuming that that's <laughs> the one I know? I was, the, I was assuming you didn't know. Oh. Mike, who's your favorite all-time wrestler? Hands down, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Michaels. So uh, another Christian. I love him. I love so the good. story. If, if you ever read his book, I love the story of, about how he came to Christ. His wife yeah. was one of the Nitro Girls, one of the dancers mm-hmm. on WCW. Uh, Whisper, I think her name was, but she was my favorite, obviously. Uh, she was <laughs> definitely listen. If I was paying attention, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Tigra. It wasn't. It was. It was Whisper. It was Mine careless. Was Sorry, Sean. Mine was Rose McGowan. But uh, shut up. I hate you so much. I was waiting for. How long are we going to be in this show before Stephen mentions Ready to Rumble? She was the Nitro list. The movie. Movie that brought us heavyweight champion David Arquette. Ugh. Shut up, Steve. The best oh. wrestling movie. That's not it's rated It's the R. king. Uh, we'll rule you. Um, so, yeah. So, Shawn Michaels uh, became a Christian at his wife's. Uh, and, and and he was in a movie. He was just in a Christian movie. The Resurrection yeah. of Gavin, Gavin, Gavin Stone. Gavin Stone. Yes. So, yeah. It's Gavin Stone. Yeah. <laughs> you say Stone Gavin. Gavin. I, I haven't yet. I, I haven't Stone watched it yet. Which, which most of the, I have it on Blu-ray. You can borrow it. Um, most, most Christian movies are really... <clears throat> Not great. Mm-hmm. This one's pretty good. Yeah, uh, it's got it's got Shawn Michaels. It's got the uh, the girl that was on there from Mad TV. She's a comedian. She's actually really really funny. And uh, it also has it has the janitor from Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. the guy from uh, and it's got Agents of, Agents of Shield. It's got yeah. Grant Grant Ward from Agents a, of Shield. He's so. a star. So it's a uh, talk a about a babyface turn. Pretty cool, fun fun movie to check out. But yeah, I, dude, what? how do you not like Shawn Michaels? How do you not like? I'm him? just saying, like he's. He is the unless greatest. unless your favorite wrestler when you were a kid was Mr. Bret Hart, then you had some prejudice against him. <laughs> Mr. For a WrestleMania while. all the way, man. So I okay, love Bret Hart so you don't know Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. They they start. We know that that wrestling has predetermined endings, but there's sometimes in wrestling where you're not a hundred percent sure. And there was an angle that happened in the early nineties, mm-hmm. late nineties, late late nineties, okay, ninety seven. So where um where Shawn, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, we knew Bret Hart was going <laughs> to leave the company, and he was fighting Shawn Michaels in Montreal, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Now, now Brett, Brett Hart is from Canada. That's yes. He's the hero yeah. of Canada. So the him. idea was that Brett Hart was supposed to win the title that night. He was the champion. He was the champion. He was supposed to win the match that night, uh, walk out the champion, lose it the next night on Raw, and, and that was going to be the end of it. In another gonna, city. He was going to leave the country. So that during that match, he's fighting against Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels rolls him up, and Vince McMahon, the owner of the company outside, calls for him to ring the bell. One, two, three, that's it. Ring the bell. In a sharpshooter, which is... Michael, which is which is Brett, yeah, or which Brett's, is Sean, Sean, Bret Hart's yeah, Bret Hart. finishing move. <laughs> yeah. So he's saying basically that he tapped out. Although Bret Hart never tapped out. Clearly he didn't. Clearly he no, did no. not tap nope. out. So so Shawn Michaels breaks the move and runs. He runs the title and runs. Grabs the title and runs. Bret Hart gets up, looks at Vince McMahon, and he is. He's TO'd, you guys. And he's mad because what appeared to happen was Vince McMahon basically robbed him of Mm -hmm. their agreed-upon 
ending of this match making him look like a fool in his hometown. Uh, so there was Spit a, on his a, face. a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Now, him in the back. Do you think that this was, in hindsight, do you think this was real, or do you think that it was a shoot, which means it's real, or a work, which means it was pre-planned? I think it was a shoot. I think it was a shoot. Yeah. Because Vince McMahon put himself in the corner, and I'm sorry for... Um, <laughs> he put himself in the corner by putting a... Um, champion on a guy who he gave permission to go talk to WCW about getting a contract. Even though he, he at that time he had a 20 year contract he had with a 20 WWF. Year, he had a 20 year contract and he um, now once everything you know started going good for him the money started coming in then he went back to Bret Hart and said hey I can pay you that money now but at that time, Brett already signed with WCW. And it didn't matter because WCW, whatever they were getting paid from Vince, they were Uncle, Uncle Ted was Correct. giving them yeah. a lot Correct. more. They were yeah. making more money yeah. over there. So, But but it, I thought it was convenient that Bret Hart happened to have a documentary crew filming a story about his life that was there that night. Uh, it, it, I, see, to me, I think it was a, a scripted thing because Bret Hart got catapulted there as the victim. He's He gets all this buzz and notoriety on his way to WCW. Vince McMahon now gets cast as the ultimate villain in his own company, which he wrote yeah. straight oh. to the bank. That was yeah. one I of think, the best things that came so out of So it that. was either extremely lucky for them or... I think it was extremely lucky and I think is Vince McMahon being smart and knowing I gotta go with this <laughs> character. And, he's, and he's he definitely did it. Yeah, I couldn't stand <laughs> it. Was this before or after the... Um, the Iron Man match. This is after. Was Stone Cold? So, no, no, no. The no, one with Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Michaels. It was after. This, this was their last match. Minutes. So this was a year. Yeah. This was a year That's later. That's crazy, dude. Yep. So, it was, yeah. I mean, they, they did a history. match for 60 minutes. There was yeah. already history yeah. between them. Yeah. Um, who, uh, real, uh, real quick sidebar here. Uh, what wrestler do you think would make the best preacher? If some, if a, if this wrestler decided they were going to be a Christian and they were going to have a church, what who, whose church would oh, you go to? Mine's not a wrestler, but he's wrestling related. Okay. Paul Heyman. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine, imagine him as like a Jesus Pentecostal Christ. preacher. I could be know. a Heyman guy. <laughs> I don't know about that. If, what what he, wrestler do you well, think? He's already a Christian, though. But I Paul would, Heyman? No. Oh uh, my, my God. No, no way. Definitely uh, not. Ted DiBiase. Ted, you'd go to oh, you go to Billion Dollar Man's Church. All right, all right. That's gonna be Prosperity Church. I better guarantee it. Everybody's got a price. You see Virgil with his little vest and bow tie taking up the offering. What do you what do you think, Neff? Who who? Oh, you know, it it would be bad, but it would be good. I would love to see the Undertaker, like <laughs> Mark Calloway. Well, he, he, he's, no, he's also. I changed mine. He's also Christian. Because go that'd be kind of amazing <laughs> just to see him. Like, because he has like a deep, gruff voice, but like until someone passes away in the church and he's got to do the funeral, <laughs> then it's weird. Oh, <laughs> then he dresses he in will. his garb. I changed my guy. Who's your guy? I want it to be Kane, and okay. I want him to wear the mask while he's preaching. <laughs> oh, no. But then it would just sound hey, like... Um, this isn't a joke to me, David. I need you to take this seriously. <laughs> Jackie, Jackie, do you have a wrestler who you'd like to don't. see? I honestly don't. Mike, Mike who, who, pastor wrestler, who, who's, whose church um, are you going to? Oh, well, I'll, I'll go current, because I'm more in, I'm more into the current. I will listen to anything that Samoa Joe says. <laughs> that dude is... is he, he is he's intense. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about what about AJ Styles? Like he's he's good. AJ Styles not good on the microphone. No, he's, he's got not. that southern butter. No, no, Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no! Yes, oh never mind. I don't know. He's he's gyrating his hips through Second Samuel. <laughs> no no no. But it's, it's just like 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 any time that Samoa Joe has the microphone, I'm listening. 
and I believe anything that he says. Yeah, he's 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 he's, he's, he's think, a talker. I think Big E will make a good preacher oh, too. Big e. My first thought, <laughs> yeah, I would just New Day Church. Oh. Yeah, that's where I just want to go. Oh, yes. It's literally called New Day Church. Their worship band That's would so be Church amazing. of God. My first thought, With the trombone. <laughs> my first thought when you Gee, said it before Paul Heyman was uh was uh what's his name uh, Devon Dudley. Oh, yeah, they tried oh, that. He's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> so, how then? Okay, if we're tying these worlds together, then how is wrestling uh, maybe like a metaphor for Christianity? Fighting oh. the good fight of faith. Fighting the good <laughs> fight. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. And yeah, see, there's there's lots of cool scripture verses that would like lend themselves mm-hmm. to this. I, I love that um that fighting the good fight of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sorry. a lot of the uh, uh, storylines. At least nowadays, um, where uh, you see, you know, you see a lot of times where the villains will win a lot of the time, yeah. leading into like the big match mm-hmm. that is at the head of everything, where the good guy, a lot of the time, not all the time, because there are a lot of times when they'll switch it up on you, but the good guy will come out on top or he'll get his revenge and, and not his revenge, but he'll he'll you know slay the payoff. Yeah, exactly. Except Johnny Gargano, sorry. <laughs> now it's a, now you go back to the Attitude Era. Stone Cold changed the the the, the kind of the cadence of that because there used to be good guys and bad guys, and they're and, clean cut. Good guys. And now it's kind of become this anti-hero Anti-hero's sort of yeah. thing. So even bad guys, like guys who are kind of break the rules, uh, can still be over as baby faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, David, what do you think, man? How how is wrestling maybe a metaphor for Christianity? Well, I always found it interesting um, throughout the years, I, I, and I can't pinpoint which days, but uh, in their pay per view introductions, WWE actually quoted scripture. Oh yeah, depending like Judgment um, Day, like Judgment Day, <laughs> Vengeance, Armageddon, <laughs> Fall Brawl, Unforgiven, oh, <laughs> December to Dismember, Unforgiven. But um, yeah, yeah, sort of to piggyback on uh, Neff, you know, you see. Um, you know, you have the good guy, bad guy. The bad guy would always, you know, take shortcuts and do all these dastardly things to try to get up on the good guy. But when push came to shove and, you know, it was time the big match came, the good guy, you know, even though he had all these things against him, the deck the card is, um, deck was stacked against him, um, he persevered and got through and was victorious in the end. Um, I see another thing. Um a very uh, uh, kind of like a parallel when you see um, the bad guys, the heels of of wrestling, when they make a face turn, it kind of reminds me of like Paul, like how how like he went from, especially when like you'll see storylines where somebody's fighting like one of their old friends, but they're the bad guy, and all of a sudden they become that person's friend again. It's almost like you know how Paul was persecuting Christians and then became one of the biggest leaders. In the Christian faith, hmm, yeah, yeah. When he turned, when he metaphorically turned face, he did a baby baby face turn. Yes. Yeah. So I see a big parallel with that. Now, now we went. We were talking just about like shoots versus works. There's one wrestling angle that happened in professional wrestling. I won tickets to this pay per view. Uh, it took place in Daytona Beach, so it was just about oh. an hour from here. Uh, back in I want to say '99 or 2000. 2000. 2000. I I won <laughs> tickets to this pay per view, and I remember going into my pastor's office. Um, I had I wasn't even full time at church. I don't even like no. And I I, I said, uh, Pastor, I'm not going to be able to make it to church for our Sunday evening service. I said I have a conflicting plan. Is that okay? Is do you mind if I I miss? And he said, Absolutely, I don't mind at all if you miss. This was Ken Hauk. He said, As long as you're not going to watch wrestling. Oh, <laughs> no. And I'm like, crap, <sighs> crap. 
So the minor, whatever minor shred of integrity that I had uh, made me leave my tickets at home and come to church that night for, uh, I'm sure, what was a groundbreaking, soul-shaking church service. Did he realize that you were talking about wrestling when you showed up? No, he he didn't, but he knew that I was in. I used to wear NWO shirts to church. <laughs> oh, it wasn't well, too much of a Sunday stretch. Sunday morning? At least you wore a blazer. I would come in. I'd come in with, with my jeans and my Lance, uh, uh, Lance, Lance Storm shirt or my Raw is Jericho shirt or, oh, uh, you nice. know, what? I, you know, I, I, I had a, a extensive collection of wrestling paraphernalia. But yeah, he knew and I didn't go. Now that was the night that Hogan fought against Jeff Jarrett for the title. And mm. Hogan came out and Jeff Jarrett in the middle of the ring just laid down. Mm. And the guy who was the story runner, because they have script writers and story runners for wrestling, uh, came out and told Hogan to pin him, just pin him. So Hogan is visibly upset and angry. The crowd has no idea what's going on. Hogan pins him. One, two, three. Jeff Jarrett gets up, hands him the title, and, and walks out of the ring. Was this the main event? This was, I don't a, know if it was the main event, but it was, it was one of the main events. It was a it was championship. championship for, it was for, yeah. for the, I have my belt right here on my left-hand side. It was for this title. And Hogan starts cussing at Vince Russo, who's the showrunner. He starts cussing at him and going like, "This is why this to- this company's in the toilet, brother. This is what you know. This is a bunch of bullcrap." So Hogan leaves. So Russo comes out and gets on the microphone and says, "Earlier tonight, the way that this match was supposed to go out was Jeff Jarrett was going to beat Hulk Hogan, but Hulk Hogan has a creative control clause in his contract that says that if he doesn't like the way a storyline's going to go, he he has the right to change whatever storyline he wants. So he flexed that tonight because he didn't want to lose to Jeff Jarrett. So that's the last time you're ever going to see that spray tan piece of bleep uh, on TV ever. You can consider that belt he walked out of here tonight with the Hulk Hogan commemorative belt because you're never going to see him again. Uh, and then he brings Jeff Jarrett back out and lets him fight Booker T mm. for what would be the real match that night. Was that the first time that Booker T yes. won the championship? Yeah. The so, so I ha- still have no idea if that was real or fake, if that was a shoot or a work. I have no idea. It was so believable. David, what's your opinion on it? I think it was real. I think it, I did, think you ever, it, did we ever see from Never him? saw Hulk Hogan no. on WCW oh, again. Oh, wow. Never saw Hogan the on WCW. The reason why I think is real, because that's not the first time I've heard issues that Hogan ha- would flex his creative control. Yeah. I heard Vince Russo is not the greatest person. And so, He's also not the greatest well, Yeah, his, his yeah. storylines were awful. They were garbage. That, yeah. that Regardless, the point is, when you're watching something that most people think is fake and you see something that is real, people pay attention. Mm -hmm. People take note and they don't quickly forget it. Now, as a metaphor for Christianity, this is what I want to say. There's a bunch of things in this world that are made up. There's a bunch of things in this world that we try to put predetermined endings to. There's a bunch of things in this world that are more work than shoot. And when you go out there as a believer, if you show people something real, if you show them something that is not manufactured, something that actually has real power to it, they're not going to forget it. They're not going to walk away from that and say, that was a good show. They're going to walk away and say, I have no idea what just happened, but that was real. That was genuine. That was incredible. Um, and, and that's what I want. I want our lives as believers to be the kind of thing that people see and go, I can't explain that. I, I can't figure out how that happened. I can't, I can't work out in my mind how that was, because what the world is used to is, a, con, a, a counterfeit. It's used to uh, you know things that are are empty promises, things that don't actually fulfill or satisfy. But but Christ satisfies. Christ is the real deal. There, there's actual uh, power there. There is um 
last uh, last episode we talked about the youth pastor summit a couple weeks ago, and one of the speakers on the second day, he's a magician or an illusionist. He says for the Christian folk, he's an illusionist, and he did this magic trick with um, to open up his sermon. He did like a sermon. He opened it up with a magic trick involving like Rubik's cubes, and I know a lot of a lot about magic. I can pretty much figure out a lot of magic, but I have no idea how he does this trick. And at the end of it, he goes, I like to open up when I speak with magic tricks because I want you guys to have some wonder and have some awe. And it's the same reason, the same way that we should look at, at God. I don't know if this, this is just what I got from what you said, kind of piggy bounce off of what you said, Tony, um, to, to always be in this, never be in a, uh, a mindset of like, Oh, I know, I know this. I know that. But always be like in the sense of awe of, in the, the fear of yeah. God, but like the mm-hmm. good fear. Not like I'm afraid, but like the, when you stand in front of the grand Canyon, you're just like, this is, Incredible, and the worst thing that you can hear if you're in a wrestling match, the worst thing you can hear is for the crowd to start cheering. This, this is boring. boring. Yep. <laughs> it's the worst thing, right? Like, and they wrestling at you, fans, SummerSlam last wrestling they fans, the worst. They are oh, they, worst. They are fickle. Oh. They will turn on you in a minute. They will turn, <laughs> especially <laughs> if you're in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> but yeah, but the crowd will let you know. Yep. David and I were at um, at the Royal Rumble a couple years ago. And it was the night that AJ Styles made his WWE debut. And when when AJ Styles came out, I'm not joking, for 20 minutes, that arena did not stop screaming. It was so, it was amazing. I watched it over back on the TV or the network. On the TV. (laughs) That's on my phone. (laughs) And the crowd noise on the didn't do it justice. You can't <laughs> even compare. I, I knew AJ Styles from when he was with, at TNA, which was a, I mean, it's like podunk wrestling. That's compared. also in Orlando. Uh, that, which was. It was. It was, it was in it Universal. Was. Yeah. yeah. Universal. Uh, yeah, and it, which was kind of cool because we used to go eat at the, the Ale House across from Universal and we would see all of the wrestlers coming in there. You'd just be sitting there having your pot stickers one night and there's Conan and there's Larry Zabisco and, and there's all the, you know, was, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so when when AJ Styles came out, that place erupted because it was something they didn't they they either didn't expect or it exceeded their expectations, and it was a genuine reaction. When we come into any environment, if it's school, if it's work, if it's our community, our neighborhood, or even our church, and we're walking in the real life, prayed up, spirit filled power of Christ, nobody expects that. Nobody expects you to walk in grace. Nobody expects you to forgive people that cut you off, forgive people that hurt you. Nobody expects you to be like Jesus. And when you're like Jesus, they can't handle it because there's nothing boring about living like Christ. There's nothing boring about Christianity. There's nothing boring about the genuine, amazing, powerful, dynamic, vibrant, inspirational faith of following Jesus Christ. And when you do when you do that right, people are going to be like, you know, holy crap, holy crap, you know. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, so, you know, anyway, ECW, 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 you know, uh, eternally Christ wins is what that stands for. <laughs> but, you know, I want, I want everything that my life does, everything that this podcast does, everything that our church does, everything our churches do to, to be the kind of thing that when the community sees the church living out their, their calling and living out life like Jesus, I want the communities that we live in to be like, like, this is awesome because it is awesome. It, it really, really is. I want to I want to close out with this. And, and, and you guys know this. It's obvious. If we're talking about a wrestling thing, you know that we're going to end up in Ephesians chapter six. 
And Ephesians chapter 6 uh, and verse 10 says this, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers and the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. I, I want to break this down. I was actually talking with, with, with uh, Dr. John Alexander, uh, lead pastor at this church today, and we were talking about wrestling, but we were talking about wrestling in the context of, of biblical wrestling. and Like Jacob? It, no, about this verse, actually. Oh. And it blew my mind, because he's telling me some stuff that, like, I, I just kind of, I had to go back and start looking through the Greek, and and I just want to break this verse down for you real, real quick, because this, this excited me. I hope it excites you, too. What it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. That word strong in the Greek, and I'm going to pronounce it incorrectly, is like indunamo, which doesn't mean strong like I'm strong. It means power, explosive power. It means explosive power. You know what? When I think of explosive power in the context of wrestling, I think of the ultimate warrior. Oh, yes. yes. Because when his music would hit, that dude would run down yeah. that aisle, man. Yeah. And he yeah. went time when it was like half a mile from the ring. <laughs> he just <laughs> ran. And he's so buff, and he's got those tassels kind of hanging from his muscles. And he gets in the ring, and he would grab the ropes, and he'd just shake, 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 shake the ropes. I get out of breath and watching pick, him. Pick a grown man up and slam him and run around. That's explosive power. That's not just like, I'm strong, and you can't topple me. That's like, it's going to explode in your face with the power. Power that we have the, the word that, that you get there actually has the in dynamo has this the root where we get dynamite from it's it's power that will push you back it's so powerful so, so be strong be explosively strong in the lord and in the power that word power there uh god of war fans kratos Oh. oh, yeah. So, and in the power of, of his might, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles. Now, that word wiles, I love wiles. Because it reminds, Why? Because it reminds me of a coyote that's like getting, you know, an Acme Batman suit to uh, fight against the road runner. Um, the wiles of the devil. Now, now, if you look at this word wiles, the, the word is methodea. Which were we, the methods of the devil? So the devil's like Method Man, right? No. You, you thought he was like the ghost face killer, but he's like Method Man. Oh, uh, got it. But that word methodea, when you break down the definition in the Greek, it means cunning arts, deceit, craft, and trickery of the devil. This verse makes the devil out to be like Ric Flair. <laughs> he's like a heel. He's the kind of guy that'll drop down on his knees and, and give you the begging, no, 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 and then bing, right up the middle, yeah. you know, well, the, the, with the crotch shot. But the only problem is, to be the man, you got to beat the man. I'm just saying, but the, the devil's the kind happened. of guy that'll pin you and then put his feet up on the ropes for leverage. <laughs> he's the kind of guy that's got a brass knuckle hiding in the turnbuckle. Oh, hold on to the tights. That's all I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah. the devil is like, but it's basically painting out, look, he's got cunning tricks. He's going to deceive. He's going he's gonna to trick you. He, he's nasty. He's a heel. So we've got to put on the armor of God so we can stand against the wiles of the devil. For we don't wrestle, and that word is pele uh, or pele, uh, which if, if you're some verses don't say wrestle, it says struggle. But the definition of that word literally means wrestle. It is it means wrestling, a contest between two in which each endeavors to throw the other, and which is decided when the victor is able to hold his opponent down with his hand on his neck. Mm. So it's not wrestling like 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 oh we're just gonna struggle and tussle. It means I'm going to hold you down with my hand on your neck until you cannot get up. It is a submission match. <laughs> so we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle 
in a submission match against spiritual wickedness. And and the, the imagery that Paul is using here, and I had to go to the Wikipedia to look this up because this is biblical, is this form of wrestling called pankration. Pankration. It's a, it's a sporting event that was introduced into the Greek Olympic Games in 648 BC. It's an empty-handed submission sport. So think think MMA is what it is. It, it basically there's no rules. There was actually only only one rule, which was no eye gouging. Um, the athletes they use boxing and they use wrestling techniques. They would use kicks and holds and locks and chokes on the ground. Uh, the only thing that weren't acceptable was basically biting and, uh, and eye gouging. Those are the only things you didn't do. And it was a fight to the death. It was a fight to the death. So when the Bible is talking about this, when Paul is talking about this, he's talking to a culture that knew exactly what was at stake here. When he says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, what he's basically saying is these spiritual powers, these principalities, this wickedness in high places is trying to put its hand on your neck, put your back on the ground and choke you out. No holds barred, no rules, extreme, hardcore, 24-hour champion, whatever it takes, kendo sticks and baseball bats and steel chairs, whatever it takes. Barbed wire for robes. You ever watch some of that Japanese wrestling where they have oh, barbed wire robes and yeah. C4 on the turnbuckles? Absolutely like crazy. With, uh, like Mick Foley and uh, crazy put, stuff. Put them through a, gla- a glass tank of electric eels. This is thumbtacks spread across the back. An explosion. This is the stakes that we have when we wrestle against spiritual wickedness. And, and so, so when God is telling us to put on that full armor, when God is telling us to come equipped, when God is telling us to to basically follow him. He's our booker. He's the one that calls the shot. He's not only the referee, he's the one who raises our hand in victory. So I just wanted to encourage you guys, be excited, be uh, be aware of what the stakes are when, when we're going into life, but be real. Prepare, be strong, be ready, train, don't try this at home, and, um, and be a champion. Because Jesus is the champion. I feel like I should be playing a Carmen song right now. Uh, Jesus is the champion. <laughs> Nick singing along. <laughs> Perry knows. Uh, Perry always knows. Uh, we're really at the end of our time tonight. Any any final thoughts on this, wrestling fans? Um, I just encourage anybody who is a believer, you know, don't stop sharing your faith. Don't stop being like Jesus because um, people – they always remember the truest thing. Yes. You know, <laughs> despite of what all the craziness, uh, all the fake stuff that's out there, um, when life gets real and rubber meets the road, people will always remember the truth. And people, So don't stop encouraging people. Don't stop being godly and um, being um, loving to people because people will remember that. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, people won't forget that. They, they'll forget the craziest stuff on social media and all the things that they tell you you're supposed to like and be into. Um, but they won't forget the love of Christ that you showed them in their darkest times. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mike, anything from you, man? This is honestly going off a little bit earlier. Um, just just trying to figure out like how to how to portray this into like wrestling into into our lives or the or in a Christ-like situation. It's just it's just thinking how you, like how your life it is it is scripted by God. Yeah. Um, that like there 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 is an ending that that it will work for you. There may be changes that 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 may happen. You may lose some. You may lose some matches. You but you'll win some. And for sure with God, you in the end you'll win. Amen. So 
Predetermined endings. Predetermined endings. <laughs> and this one, we win. <laughs> we win, you guys. Undisputed. 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 Amen. Well, good stuff, you guys. Thank you guys so much for being on the show with us. Black Magic, David, and Mike. Love you guys. Thank you for being part of the Nerd of Godcast tonight. Thanks for having us. Thank you. You're Thank welcome you, back. Welcome back anytime. Um, we are out of time for this evening. We have reached the end of this Iron Man match. I uh, just want to say thank you guys for listening. If you've made it this way, you have gone the distance, and you are uh, a hero for us tonight. we got a, a very special episode coming up next week. Lisa Mata, you know a little bit about that. I, don't, I do. What we, is it? We've got a special guest next time going to be part of the show. Yeah, another one. Oh, yeah. Uh, another one. Yeah, so... I uh, <laughs> I don't want to tell you who it is just yet. It's a surprise, but um. Oh, I just remembered. <laughs> she was so confused. Like she was looking at me. She's like, "What?" She was too busy thinking about Dwayne Johnson. Uh, there is uh, this is a this is actually a a, a real life celebrity that's going to be on the yeah. show next time. Oh, uh, so we're pretty pretty pumped about that. We're going to be talking Disney um, and going to be talking about a lot of fun stuff like that. We got a lot of couple uh, only a few more episodes coming out at the end, uh, and we'll be done with season four. We'll be taking a break for a little while as we head into our MegaCon season. So, uh, yeah, next episode is going to be a great one. Then we got a couple more leading up to Endgame, and uh, that is that there's a special thing that Steven doesn't know about but Steven and I are going to be facing one another in gladiatorial challenge what? Um, and we're going to be doing this yes. to raise a little bit of money for charity what? Uh, yeah you can find out more about this on our Patreon. How do I find out more about it? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be finding out a little bit more about this on our Patreon page. If you go to patreon.com slash nerdygodcast you can find out how uh, Steven or I are going to get our rear ends handed to us uh, over the course of this next week. I hope you guys are excited about that. I'm scared. Yeah definitely. Uh, <laughs> like and share and subscribe to us across all the social media platforms. Get out there. Share it with a friend Listen, if you know five people uh, that, that are nerdy and love Jesus, please let all five know about this show. That's a great way for us to continue to grow and reach more folks. We can't do it without you, squad. So get out there and help us get over with the crowds. Uh, we really appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. From the Nerd of God cast, Lise Mari. Make good choices. Quentin Neff. How do you like me now? <laughs> Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. Steve-O Supremo. And that's the bottom line. Because Steve-O said so. <laughs> Nick Sadler. Goodbye. And Black Magic, Mike and David. We love y'all. Bye. <laughs> My name is Tony T. Uh, until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here. And that's just too sweet. Like that. I got two words for you. Oh. And we're done.